And who are we? That's one secret. We'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here. Your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of Gossip Guys. I'm Aaron. This is Andy. And this is Touch of Eva. Ooh, Eva. We finally get the name right. That's it, Eva. Yeah. Yeah, just Eva. And that is uh, punned off of Touch of Evil. The The classic Orson Welles. Welles, Which I think is better than Citizen Kane. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there. I honestly, I own the movie. Haven't seen it because I'm that guy. You are that my, guy. Yeah. It's still my, in the shrink wrap? My, my dad gave me the... Oh, I, it's a great film. I, I have a whole pack of movies that I haven't seen that like people give me as gifts. I just have a queue. You have a, you have have like a, a real life queue. Like. There's so many queues. There's so much pop culture, goddammit. Uh, and Let's we, not forget, we actually touched on this movie last season in 318, um, Blairable Lightness of Being, when ooh. Chuck had the dream. Oh, there was a little touch yeah. of it. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, it all comes full all circle. Comes. And we learn in this episode that no one's pure. There's a touch of Eva in everyone. Oh, touch of evil in everyone. And we have a very special episode. We do. We do. Uh, you know how Gossip Girl has her sources? I do. I do. We have our own source. Ooh, are we going to meet one? We do. And they are here with us. They. <laughs> the collective They. <laughs> And uh, they have to remain anonymous, so we are going to call them Deep Throat. That was the guest's preference, all right? The guest wanted to be known as Deep Throat. Yeah. It, maybe it's the same Deep Throat. We don't know. They love the movie. <laughs> they Not love- Deep Throat. All the president's men. <laughs> and the historical events. Uh, welcome, DT. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> now, welcome to the Upper East Side. Welcome, Back to well, the oh, Upper East Side? yeah. You uh, left? The uh, the proverbial Upper East Side. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, uh, never n- never actually went to the Upper East Side <laughs> in my, uh, in your in, in my experience with, uh, with Gossip, Gossip Girl. Well, could you uh, tell us <clears throat> what your experience was with Gossip Girl? Uh, well, let's, you know... Flashback. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's turn. Uh, yeah, it has to be actually. I tried to work out the timing this morning. Um, I, it's ten years ago. I think. <laughs> like, wow. Like pretty much close to ten years ago. Um, I was relatively new to LA. I'd say like six months in, and I got a job. <clears throat> um, with a. Uh, uh, from a high school friend of mine who actually stopped me on the street. I was canvassing at the time, I remember, for a homeless shelter because I like couldn't find a job doing anything else. Wow. Also, yeah. I thought it was a really important cause. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and he was just driving by me on Larchmont. He got out of the car and he was like, deep throat. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He didn't really say that. He said my actual name, which I turned out. Which I, I yeah, yeah. not divulge. Um, and um, he was, at the time, the personal assistant of Joshua Saffron, who Ooh. I'm sure you recognize that name. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, EP. Uh, and uh, from, from my experience, you know, 
while not the head writer, pretty much in charge. At least that's that's how he. That's how he operated. <laughs> that's, a, that's how. That, that's uh, how. And, and when did he take over? Because I mean, Joshua Schwartz created the show, and then I mean, Sha- uh, Saffron kind of took over. Is, is yeah, that well, he- my understanding. Okay, so when I started working for Saffron, the show was just starting. Okay, and I remember he actually gave me the Gossip Girl books to read. He was like, "Here's your first assignment: read the books." Yeah, because here's the show I'm going to work on. Um, and at first, he was like, he was very. Uh, standoffish, the whole thing. He's like, "Oh, it's just kind of trashy, and whatever. it's 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 a it is it's a, it's a paycheck." Yeah, wow. but he, he that that attitude that attitude changed a lot, and it consumed his life. Oh, um, yeah. And so I sort of was there from him starting off being like, because he'd never been staffed on a show before. Okay, he was he he was one of these Hollywood writers who was very successful but never produced. Okay. You know, like selling stuff all the time and like a real operator and some like a fancy agent and stuff. Yeah. But like this was his first like job, you're gonna have a credit, um, etc. Uh <clears throat> so uh, uh that's where he started off and you know, I think I was his personal assistant. Like I said uh before before uh, we started, uh I think mid season three, I think was my breaking point. That's when um, that's when you got broken down and yeah, you got it, spit it, out of the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we know, it, it chews up so many <laughs> and, and spits them out if you don't uh, have uh, the metal, you know. Right, and, and uh, we'll we'll talk about maybe why you couldn't last in the Upper East Side, uh, yeah, <laughs> or why you maybe you're glad you got out. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, just go back to what I was saying. I, it, yeah. it, it's uh, that that attitude of that standoffish attitude uh, changed into an all-consuming. Uh, so Gossip Girl became his one and only, his star. Oh his. yeah, oh yeah. Um, it, so yeah, that's my that's my general. The general. I was not, and just to just to be clear, did not work on the show. Was not a assistant on the show because a writer's assistant right. is very different. That's actual like, yeah, a yeah. job. Yeah, you were. Um, the... I was his personal assistant. So you got to see the the personal stuff. Uh... So I saw. So I was at his house all day, and I saw the sort of before and after, and then in a lot of you know, and I would definitely go to the Warner Brothers a lot, a lot um, uh, for general just menial tasks. Yeah. but I definitely I got really from his uh, very questionable perspective on things. Uh, but then also just I met a lot of the writers he was working with at the time. Like, yeah. I feel like I got a pretty good uh, uh, picture, yeah, yeah, of um, how the writers' room worked and like how they broke stories and how that all worked. And how uh, I mean, you said he kind of had some questionable decisions or questionable point of view a little bit but I, I guess how did they break story how did the writer's room work yeah okay good yeah please ask light deep throat uh <laughs> you know you you uh well actually the way it worked in all the president's men is, is, <laughs> is he would be like he'd be like you tell me and i'll confirm or deny yeah. i feel like that would take two months we're not quite sure what I, what i have to bring to the table but yeah please because this was so much of my life. I don't really know where to start. So just ask me questions, and I'll. And yeah, I'm happy did he to... ever throw a laptop across a room? 
No, but things were thrown. <laughs> At you, ever? No, but when he would... To give you an out-of-context uh, story of how when, he, like, him in his frenzy, he would come back from, you know, work. And there'd be... He, so many packages would come during the day. He was a compulsive shopper. Let me also preface this by saying, <laughs> beyond being a, you know, relative, from what I can tell, pretty successful, uh, you know... L.A. writer, dude. Obscenely wealthy person. Okay. Obscenely wealthy. Yeah. From uh, uh, his uh, grandfather uh, owns a hotel line in New York. Oh, so, so he, uh, he knows Chuck. this life that he's oh, Chuck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he absolutely knows this life, which is, I think, really, which I thought was really interesting, the psychology that he, uh, the things that he tried to bring to the show weren't from that experience of like, oh, I'm a Fifth Avenue brat. It was never that. It was always, he had this other agenda of like this sort of really sentimental, uh, schmaltzy kind of like family togetherness. And that was always his, uh, that was always his agenda. That was always his, like, like the battle he was fighting. You know, he was obsessed with uh, Dan's, dad and serena's mom yeah all those stories like that was all josh and he would all so to actually (laughs) to wrap it back into this out of context story i wanted to tell he he would come home in just a frenzy of energy like uh so angry and and all these boxes would come he ripped them open they'd be like thousand dollar shirts and he'd be like just throwing them across (laughs) just like he would put in because you know dailies would come back or no it would be uh the rough cuts would come back or whatever. And he'd just like throw in the DVD player and like sort of like, you know, furiously looking at these shirts and trying them on immediately take his pants off, you know, <laughs> and be, just be screaming at the television, you know, like with just like his pants off, just, you know, basically pacing around. And he would always just be like scene for scene, moment for moment. He'd be like, I fought so hard for that. I fought so hard for that. And then like, <laughs> but it would always be like that, <laughs> but it wouldn't be like the edgy, like, like, yeah. like, kind of funny gossip girly stuff. It would yeah. always be like, just like I just have such a clear memory of just like this one episode that ends with just like those two characters like holding hands and like a close up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Rufus and Lily. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what episode it is. I'm sorry. No, no, um, no. Uh, but it's just like in this really season me- one. I would imagine. Yeah, it's like around there, and it's just like this, just like screamo guitar music cue coming in and just like it being super over the top and cheesy. And he'd be like, you have no idea how hard I fought for that. I fought so hard for that. Like just screaming, just insane. And he also had, he had two dogs and a cat. Um, so the dogs would be like picking up on his energy and like getting crazy. And oh, just be, like, man. Him coming home was just chaos, you know? So were um, you just like keeping track of his house while he was away? Is that yeah, kind of? Yeah, it was really the dogs. Oh, okay. So um, yeah. The dogs were lucky. Love the dogs. Yeah. No, nothing. The, okay. So, so the dogs are the innocent. DTS, the dogs are great. Yeah. Okay. The right, dogs cool. are great. We, we all one love of them, dogs. One of them no longer with us. Must love. Oh. And also one of the most odious things about Josh is he, but I mean, I'm kind of like, it's so, it's like, uh, this was so much of my life. It's like, it's, we're bringing it back. association. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the most, I think, truly unlikable things about Josh is like, I came into the job, um, <clears throat> he was like, I remember he was like, really the biggest concern is just the dogs. Like, you're here to take care of the dogs. And I remember the dog, the one that's no longer with us, which is gorgeous, beautiful dog, tons of personality. Um, I remember he was sort of like, 
in his throne like chair kind of just like petting the dog just being like and I remember him just being like I never imagined I could love something so much but there it is and then later oh and this dog and it's you know when the dog sort of became inconvenient to his life uh, through a number of things just uh, geographically and also because he was going through a divorce um, <clears throat> uh, he just basically abandoned them like didn't care anymore you know so wow. he just let this dog that I mean and also, like, his obsession with this one dog um, uh, was also a, another kind of mania and insanity. And, like, and any little thing that was wrong with the dog, he would just, like, flip back. Also, the dog had, like, this this extreme, really, like, importance. Like, like it, the, the dog had, like they do in, like, yeah. a lot of relationships and households. Right. It had all this symbolism in it. But... Uh, the way that he sort of just, as soon as the dogs were sort of any sort of problem, like true problem for him, he sort of just like disappeared. Um, so he was a very, uh, what's the word, Mis- like missing an action father to the... Absolutely, yeah, oh, totally. Exactly. Which was his weird pathology too, because like that's kind of what happened with his dad. That's my understanding too. Right. Sort of and like, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense for the show. True. And, yeah, and I mean, you're trying to make you're sense. You're trying of the to past. rewrite the wrongs. That's what right. you're doing as a writer. That or, is, or try to make a character be happy if you can't be, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. That's or, true. Or miserable. That's true. You're, you're making, you know, millions of dollars on the way things should have been. In a sense, there's nothing wrong with that, no, really. No, no, you no. Know? It's therapy. Yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. I, I've talked to a couple of friends where, like, yeah, writing is therapy. Like, if you're going through an issue, Sit down and write yeah. about that issue. So yeah. Your life is your material. That's just... Yeah. And Well, so it's interesting. I mean, because he sounds like he basically is Chuck Bass in a way. I mean, probably not as much money. But, like, do you... Yeah, do you think he identifies... I mean, you say he identifies with Rufus and Lily, but that's because that's Which more like... Which character is he in Gossip Girl? Right. Yeah. I mean... Or is he all Chuck in the, in the sense that, you know... That he's just a shark. Right. At the end of the day, and that's the thing. I think the way in which he um, uh, overcompensated in sentimentality in in everything. Gossip Girl, the shows he works on now, all the scripts. I read all of his movie scripts. You yeah. Know? Um, they're all just like, you know, they make James L. Brooks look like... Lars von Trier or something like he was just like I mean he like seriously I mean just like just the sugary most sentimental sort of like relationship just like drama with a capital D Um, uh, I do think was was covering up ultimately what ended up being like pretty pretty sharky dude right um I mean, yeah, it sounds like a like, very fascinating guy. And, and I mean, I guess maybe we should give more background on Josh Saffron for the listener. Just, I mean, because now, I mean, he is showrunner on Quantico, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, and he was, is he the showrunner at this point in the in the run of the show? Uh, of I Gossip think Girl? so, yeah. Yeah, like. Because I think Josh right. Schwartz left to do Chuck, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, these are the the seasons he, he, he kind of rose the ranks. And I was, I was going to actually ask you about that. Like how, because you said this was his first staff job uh, on a TV and, show. Yeah, as far as I, And, and yeah. so like he kind of rose in the mm-hmm. ranks and you got to see that. Yes, he's very political. And he would, um, you know, I, I didn't really ever truly understand the hierarchy of, how the show worked in the writer's room and stuff. I think probably I wasn't paying enough attention at the time. 
um, because he was talking about it a lot. But he was constantly talking about, oh, this person did this, and I had to rewrite this person and this and Stephanie this and Stephanie this and Stephanie this. And, you know, like, I got, like, (laughs) I mean, her name was mentioned so much, I just lost track of, like, where he was in his relationship with her or whatever. But Sounds like there was a power struggle between those two. I mean, the the vibe I got from him, it, it it's not just, like, name-dropping, you know? It's just, like, it's a way of life, you know? It's Who you know or what yeah. is, is... Just the yeah. way he would talk about... His, the way he would name-drop and the way he would talk about his, like, you know, more impressive connections or whatever yeah. would be, like... I'm trying to think of an example... Well, it's funny you meant. It's funny with all this, with uh, recent events, he was obsessed with his relationship with Warren Beatty. Obsessed. Really? Yeah, Yeah. because I guess at one point he had a movie set up (laughs) with uh, Warren Beatty, Justin Timberlake, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, wow. (laughs) Great. I mean, (laughs) you're in. He's he's a big Warren Beatty guy, so he he wants the job with with Josh. Josh, if you're listening... uh, Aaron wants wants to take care of your. Dogs. I hope he is. I hope he is listening, and I hope he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm very torn. Um, uh, well, and you worked for him for three or how long? Yeah, it was three like years. Three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, these dogs were basically your own dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm still like very close and friendly with one of the dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so was yeah, you're, you're still friendly with the ex or, or, yeah. or I guess maybe should we talk about, I don't know if we want to go there. Um, what was your yeah, thoughts sure. about the show? About, like about oh. Gossip Girl itself. Like yeah. what was your relationship to the show? Did you watch it? Were you interested in it? Did you want to work on it? Or did you like, this is trash or I don't care about it? Well, okay. So I read the books. I read two of the books. You got us beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, the books are different. Um, I can't really remember how. Um, well, characters, I'm sure, are different or they get combined. Characters are different. I feel like the books were a bit more like... I feel like they're a bit more dangerous. Like, at least at first. Because I remember uh, Gossip Girl got to a point where didn't Serena... She killed someone or she thought she killed right, someone. Right, right, exactly. I feel like that happened in the first book or something. I don't know. It was yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that that kind of like got, it got like that kind of right. spun out that quickly. Um, uh, but then I watched the first, the pilot, and I was just very neutral on it because I was like, okay, it just seems like kids behaving badly, like, <laughs> like rich kids behaving badly and it's right. like kind of trashy and fun and it's like... Not my thing. It's not not my thing. I mean, I definitely, I I really like like uh, uh, metropolitan and like I like um, you know like that sort of like snappy, rude, rich people right. kind of like movies. Yeah. Um, uh, and and TV and TV shows. I'm not trying to be snobby about it. <laughs> like, um, uh, so there was a sense that I thought like, okay, this could be kind of like. Like this show could be like really fun, um, <clears throat> but mostly I was more upset. You know, at the time I was like, "Oh, I want to be a screenwriter," you know, in LA, uh, uh, and I was just very impressed with Josh. Um, and I was really my vision was, well, he's the obvious kind of apprenticeship 
to like right. get an the agent and like be you know this is what you do you work as someone's personal assistant for like many years and then like you know maybe you get like some higher up uh, position either on a show or on a TV show or right. something yeah I, um, I, know, I know that very well yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and what a lot of people do uh, unfortunately um, is that they understand that that's a very attractive like carrot you know, right, and then they use it, and then they use that carrot to sort of ask unreasonable things, exactly. and also to just kind of keep you working in slave labor, exactly, you know? but also psychological slave labor too. Because I wrote so many scripts, I think like maybe four or five scripts um, uh, while working for Josh, and it was what I realized in retrospect was it was kind of a um, <clears throat> like a a a very subtle kind of psychological hold because it would almost be like he'd, he'd keep, like, rejecting them. He'd be very supportive, but he'd be like, no, you didn't quite get it this time. You didn't quite get it this yeah, time. Yeah. Like, um, I guess what the end game was always like, I'll give it to my agent, I'll give it to my agent, I'll give it to my right. agent. And he would always sort of, like, I think when he sensed that I was pulling away, he'd be like, I talked to... to Julian, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and then that would be enough to keep me going for like another two months. I'd be like, oh my god, I talked to him, right? Um, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a very com- that's a common experience that, but of course oh, it's yeah. like, you know, I do think. Well, anyway, just go back to your original question. I and I ended up watching every single episode while I was working for him. Yeah, I think. The the show kind of works despite itself for me sometimes. I I really do I, think. I get what you mean by that. Yeah. And, and I think I'm I'm maybe like biased and just being like, you know, oh I think the writing's bad. But here's the thing: like every episode, and I I remembered this watching this episode. Every episode has like funny, actually funny jokes in them sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're jokes that feel so out of the tone of the what I feel like the show is. Yeah, like from like zero to monogamous, I think was a joke. Yeah. And this one, which Stuff I thought like, was funny, but it kind of did kind of take you out of it a little bit. Or like it didn't seem like anyone on the show is clever enough to say that. Yeah, well, right. Or, or just something. like, it yeah. just doesn't seem like the voice of the characters, really, yeah. you know? Um, which, which is my understanding, was just like a lot of, you know, the, the vibe I got from the writers that I met is just like, everyone's in it for different reasons. When I kind of saw all the writers in one place, I forgot what it, some event, uh, some sort of personal event for Josh, and I, like, saw, like, five of them, and I just sort of, like, look, you know, and they were just, like, it's not even that they were that different, or I don't know. There's something about it where I was just, like, this does not seem like a hive mind to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This does not seem like... <laughs> so it it just... seems like all di- people with totally different... Uh, vibes and aesthetics and which and is good, but senses they of humor yeah. together. It sounds like yeah, I don't think. But so so my general opinion is that just like the best of the cast really makes the work the show work, which is probably the vibe with most shows. I, I think that's yeah. totally. Accurate. I think I think Blair and Chuck are like that's what you know makes they the just show. yeah yeah and they, Westwood and Leighton Meester for sure yeah and I mean and I think it's it's kind of all well cast. I mean Blake Lively. Is Blake Lively? And, and, it's, yeah. and then sometimes Chase Crawford would, like, weirdly, I'd be like, I, I wouldn't say that was funny, but you're just kind of like, I, that was, like, pleasing in this one very specific <laughs> we've way. Actually, you we've know? actually discovered on our journey so far that actually Chase Crawford should go into comedy. 
Like uh, really, yeah, kind of like a Zac Efron, like because oh. he's just a pretty boy, yeah. and you kind of like you're like okay, he's very boring, just himself, just I just to play off that character. Yeah, and he's kind of a bro, but like a funny yeah. bro, and I think yeah. like he would be great in like a Neighbors movie or something like that. So I th- yeah. and I think uh, yeah, I mean I think he he has like untapped upside. He kind of never got to show it at least so yeah. far. But we, I mean, he's also one of the few characters in the show at this point where I don't hate him. Uh, <laughs> like they do try and kind of keep they kept him kind of pure yeah he doesn't do many bad things well, I mean, he, at least then the, yeah, again I mean, I've only watched in terms of like I mean yeah sure he like sleeps with everyone and, and is a stoner but that's well, pure as hell on oh, that's like what side. we want yeah, yeah. yeah. are you kidding uh, so yeah no, he neutral. hasn't his character yeah. has a Wednesday <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. he hasn't done anything unforgivable Right. Which, I mean, Blair and Chuck, the whole point is they can each do unforgivable things and then forgive it and then They're fall in love. And it took me a, a little bit, because I'm watching it for my first, first time. Yeah. He's watching it like three times over. He's a, a gossip head. Fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me, you know, take down any idols oh, here. No, this is great. No, no, no. He's <laughs> great. This, this is, this is, dumb. It, wants, this is juice. This is gossip. This is it. I like it. I haven't more. even gotten to the bad stuff yet. Well, let's, let's, I haven't okay, gotten to okay, anything. Well, yeah. Well, what do you know about the cast? Okay. Or is there anything like fun stuff you could say See, about that? See, this is where I'm going to maybe be a little disappointing because that was, I was kept very far right. away from that. Like, okay. I remember one time the like like what I always thought was really funny too is that like how how this you know got so weird to think he was my age at that point but whatever this guy in his mid thirties who um, if I'm even that old who knows I could be any age I'm anonymous <laughs> um, uh, uh, it was so beholden to these children. And he'd be like, oh, Leeton said something to me today. Which is obviously like, that's because she's like the star of the show, but I'm also like, well, she's a child, so. <laughs> or whatever. I'd just be like, right. so yeah, but. Well, it's an but he would, power yeah. structure there. But it's very like, um, you know, maybe this is how all shows are, but the vibe I get is like, the, the writers. I don't want to say Stars that they're... Stars on the show? Yeah, well, the, they aren't, they aren't like, second-class citizens, but, like, they're very much, like... They're, they're under the actors in the cast system. See, like Although they're in charge, it seems like, Well, I mean, of the creative, TV, the writers are supposed to be in charge, right? And I feel yeah. Like, yeah. And nowadays... That that sentence like would sound crazy. Like I think if like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, it wasn't no, like, like that. I but think, that was I don't think you are. I think okay. that is right. I think that's some of the things. That's the vibe I think I get it's from still it. Still right now. I mean that's just how it is. It's just they are the face of the show, so they're going to get. Maybe that's for network shows or something like that where there's a star thing. But I think a lot of. The best shows on TV are the ones where it's completely cohesive, where the stars aren't put on a pedestal. It's like Brian Cranston and yeah. Vince Gilligan are just sitting there and like we're just like, yeah. we're all in it together and it's like they go out together afterwards instead yeah. of this big divide. No, I see what you're saying. I think it just depends on the show I guess maybe but I- but I mean there is that just divide in Hollywood of like the stars I mean we put them up but we also break them down but like yeah. there is like stars are number one writers or, I mean directors and movies are maybe yeah. you could even that's like the one thing you can maybe yeah. put them up with the stars because we like to like yeah. Uh, I was gonna say mythologize. How do you say mythologize? It? Mythologize. <laughs> I just couldn't say it. Like Steven Spielberg or yeah. Stanley Kubrick or like because they're just you know well he, Kubrick is more of a tortured artist but like all that kind of stuff. But 
the stars, yeah, I mean, and they're the beautiful people, right? And that's well, I think with official, especially on CW. Yeah, my guess with Gossip Girl is like when I say it's like is a success despite itself. I really do think I really doubt that because I remember it was getting it was like pretty popular even that early. I remember the second season. It was yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of the CW kind of hit. Their, their right. flagship. Yeah, yeah exactly. It yeah. Was. Um, I really do think it was the cast. I don't think people were really like... Um, I mean, the cast and the... Pre- I will I will it's say... It's the fantasy of it. The premise, the sort of like... The gimmick of the voice of Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. I do think it's just like a very like... It's a very good hook. Uh, yeah. say good hook, but like... Um, it's uh, an effective A one. power, yeah, an effective yeah. one. Um, <clears throat> and it was it's kind of unique or, or at least I feel like it's been used more now with like A and pretty well it was kind of the first like, one it was really like to be this you know, voice this, yeah, this narrative this voice that kind of brother, I guess it was essentially yeah. uh, what's her name on Desperate Housewives they used that like because they had the dead housewife who narrates season one I just never watched yeah but I don't feel yes a narration but this was more of someone almost controlling these characters these people's right. lives I don't think so Which I think is interesting because like I feel like that's only now in season four yeah. because they've kind of done this so many times. Now they're actually jumping on like Gossip yes. Girl is so much more a character than yeah. uh, he or she was earlier. Like, I and feel I feel like, like it's yeah. to his detriment. Gossip Girl <laughs> kind of yeah. manipulates them to what right. So no, it's an interesting. So yeah. So I do think that aspect of it is 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 attributable to its success but I really do think it's the cat I mean at least that was my uh, observation right. no, at I the time that, I think that's I, I think, think the cast just kind of sold it I think you're dead on um, young and sexy and but but and also like face. but yeah. also just like I don't know it's just about my, I remember one moment where I was just like okay now I get this show but then but then of course like after that moment I'd be like well okay they just lost it again was this this like at one point Blair has to take the subway and just like her, this is just oh. some random moment for some yeah. uh, season two episode, probably. Um, <clears throat> and just her reaction is just really funny. It's sort of like harkens back to like Alicia Silverstone and Clueless, but right. it's a, but it's yeah. way more sort of unabashedly sort of like rich These and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something I don't know. I was just like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like it has this sort of like unapologetic kind of you right. know, and it is self aware in its just completely pompous. Yeah. Like, rich people vibe. Yeah, it's sometimes, funny. Sometimes, I feel like yeah. sometimes it doesn't realize how... It's funny, it's maybe not... Not that I, I don't really know what's, like, on networks, like, net, network TV that much these days, but I, I feel like it's maybe, like, politically maybe a show that would be more dicier these days to be like, oh, right. we're just, like... Yeah. It would feel weirdly right wing now of what the right wing's becoming yeah, you know we, of being like oh we're just rich and we don't care you know right i mean it is a very white show as well which i mean is mm. in 2003 we we didn't care about that as much unfortunately oh i always uh, thought jessica zora's <laughs> character was even at the right. time was a very pathetic tokenism and i always thought it was so funny that it's like whenever they bring in an ethnic character they're always making a documentary <laughs> they're like i'm making a documentary about the streets like it's well, and, I mean, so vanessa, sort of casually racist yeah it's and like, well, unfortunately <laughs> vanessa just doesn't belong on the show like and, yeah. and like they kind of make a joke of it almost in this episode <laughs> especially it's like it's i just feel so so bad now. Yeah, she's just there, and it doesn't make sense. No she's there, her, and, now and she's I, leaving, and it's just so. <laughs> but I like. I want to like her. I want to like. No, you don't. It's okay. 
it's it's not her fault. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's the way not. she's it's presented. Fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Why does he hate Vanessa so yeah. much? <laughs> I think he had a very Who was this person <laughs> in his life and he made yeah Who did he base did it he off like, of? yeah, I wish he I could remember some girl in a van somewhere yeah. and then that was just like he hates all girls in vans forever. <laughs> I don't remember I remember there being some sort of reason like she was kind of forced onto the show somehow. It must have been a diversity some some sense of that. Yeah. But I don't. I'm sorry. My memory's Yo, not no, clear on uh, that. So uh, you were talking about some bad stuff. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think we're ready for some bad stuff. Okay. Right, Aaron? I would love some bad stuff. Um, I always want bad stuff. Okay. You can ease, ease us in, uh, share. I mean, I don't even know what we're saying when we say bad that, stuff. Bad stuff. That's the point of when you know you got a hot source. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what it feels like. When we were Woodward and Bernstein, like when they're at it, they're like, we don't yeah. know what we got, but yeah, we know yeah. we got something. <laughs> exactly. That's how it felt. Yeah. Ooh, we, ooh. Um, well, I hope it doesn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Go straight in the deep end. Cannibal. Okay, let's Vegas. just go. Let's just go. Do it. I mean, this is, the, this is really the juiciest tidbit. Okay. And I, and I was instructed by, you know, my friend who, still, who was very, very much on the ground. Yeah. If you could get him on this show. He knows everything. Well, let's but again, that would be to it'd be like then it'd just be the like it, it, it's different podcasts. It deeper throat. Like, yeah, deeper throat. Deeper throat. How many seasons of uh, Gossip we Girl were there? Deepest, so yeah, it's like deep. Yeah, like deep six. Deep six. Deep six. We should get all you guys on. Oh and then my god, that would be great. And uh, honestly, we'll just sit here and just be like, yeah, what? <laughs> we'll just drink. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, being, I mean, unfortunately. Okay, guys, Deep Throat got too deep. So, unfortunately, we cannot share what was divulged on this fateful day, but we are going to cut to a happier time. I do I remember him talking about Wallace Shawn. Oh, uh, we do love Cyrus. Yeah, 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 I do remember him talking about Wallace Shawn, like, uh, walking into the writer's room by accident, which sounds, and it sounds like the most Wallace Shawn, like, moment. He's just like, oh my god, like, where am I? Like, <laughs> And they're like, we're the writers. He's like, oh, well, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like turned around. Um, There was, oh, it was also funny that uh, Josh is really excited that Jay McInerney was going to be on, uh, who plays, he's actually, he was, uh, well, anyway, he he plays uh, Dan's, like oh, the mentor. mentor. Yeah, okay. Oh, but, but yeah. he's a really famous New York writer, dude. Right. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. wrote a Bright Lights, Big City. Yeah. Okay, he yeah, was yeah. like, you know, it, he he was like Brady Ellis. He had a huge debut right. and was like a real, and still is a real literary star uh, in his own way. Um, <clears throat> he represents this one area. Anyway, it was it was it's like it was a big coup for Gossip Girl. Yeah. Got a couple of those like iconic New York writery people. I think and Lady Gaga. All right. Oh, <laughs> I think I I think that was happening just as I was leaving or something. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember that murmuring something. Yeah. Um. Uh, and that Josh was like super excited <laughs> that Jamie McInerney was going to be on. 
But then, I don't know if you guys remember, but Jim McInerney's, like, so stiff yeah. and kind of bad. And um, he was only in it for, like, one episode. They replaced him with the actor, yeah. that awesome actor from Warriors. You know, the guy was like, Warriors, yeah. come out and play! But it just, like, all of a sudden, it's just, like, a different guy. Right. So, I don't know, it's just, like, one of those funny, like, he was just, like, he was just, like, so excited that Jim McInerney was going to yeah. be on. And then he's just like, yeah, he's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Country an actor. So, so you mentioned yeah. how Gossip Girl started for for Josh was that it was kind of trash, maybe a trifle, yeah, and then that it kind of consumed him. Did he enjoy it? Was he telling the stories that he wanted to tell? Would he consider Gossip Girl a success? Well, I remember like when his first like credited episode came up. And it was just like an episode of Gossip Girl. It was like season one or whatever. I just remember, and he like a bunch of people were over and everyone watched it. I remember he was just like he 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 was very much like downplaying it. You know, he's very much like oh, it's so bad, it's so bad. Right. Like that's all. I could never show that to Michelle Pfeiffer. Are you kidding? Like I don't know. Like Warren Beatty can't watch this. Yeah. Oh, the good Warren Beatty. It would have won Best Picture, though. So. <laughs> the good but very brief Warren Beatty story is that, like, you know, they, you know, had this relationship when, like, Warren Beatty was, like, attached to a movie, but then uh, Josh bumped into him at some, like, you know, like, fancy restaurant, and Warren Beatty called him John. Oh, <laughs> and he was, he was like, very crushed. Well, and like Warren Beatty doesn't remember anyone's name. <laughs> Why would he? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't need to. What does he know? He's an old person's name for. Um, he's never known someone's name. Yeah, he's just like John, Joe, everybody's John, Sarah, I don't Jimmy. Know. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know, and no one. Jimmy Saffron. Everybody's Jimmy Saffron. <laughs> I think that's literally what that's what it was like. Oh man. Um. But, <laughs> but it clearly, um, <clears throat> it did mean a lot to him because I, like, like I said, there would be those moments where he'd be like, I fought so hard for that. I fought yeah. so hard for that, which I think is probably the matrix of any TV writer. You're right. like, the show's dumb. TV is dumb. I wish I was doing other stuff like, you know, but it consumes your life so much and you work so hard on it day and day and you can't help but to take pride in your work and you can't right. help you but to like, why do you do it? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, Did it? But yeah, it got really, he got really deep in. Yeah. By the end, it was like all he was working on. Um, Did this change your view on TV or did you want, like, were you like, oh, I can't wait to write my, or get a pilot made for the CW or was like, I never want to do this again? Well. I mean, you're still, you're still around this area. I don't want to give away your location, Deep Throat. But, like, uh, you haven't left California. No, no. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, you know, working in the sort of peripheries of the film industry, and happily. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I'd say it's just writing for TV just from that experience, that was really my only experience with it. Yeah. just seemed really, like... Taxing? Really chaotic. Yeah. Really, like... But also not, like... It's not much about... It's so... It's so much of a group effort, and it's so, like... Um, uh, Was it, like, workmanlike, or so much of a process rather than an art? Well, yeah, you're kind of just, like, feeding the machine of the show a right, little bit. Line. Um Yeah, which is, like, when you're getting paid that much, 
you know, and it's like affords you these other sort of career opportunities. It's like, of course, it sort of uh, it Even makes about, yeah, it makes yeah. sense as something that a lot of people would want to do. But I guess just for me, it just um, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of <laughs> fuss. Yeah. Um, and just like a lot of stress for like not a lot of like artistic uh, um, satisfaction. Right. Um, <clears throat> but also I just think my temperament wasn't right for it. I can't really handle like it, it seemed I'm sure t- every writer's room is different or whatever, but it seemed like that writer's room was really like you, you jockey for position and you are like you're you're a candidate for your own ideas, you know, and you like and you get other people to like join the this idea and then and then the, and then the room gets divided in two and then you're sort of like everything's like kind of political but it's creative it's politically uh, It's like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's creatively political, you know. Yeah. Um which to me just seems awful. Yeah, it just <laughs> seemed really stressful. But yeah. Um but also, it just seemed to me definitely like, I'm just like, oh, I could never survive. <laughs> you know? They just, you know, spit me out. But also, just to speak to something to, to speak to something else, I really just did sort of like, just like the, all the like shows I would like, pilots I would think of and scripts I would write. And I don't think Josh was wrong in his necessarily in his like uh, uh, rejection of them but he was like no that's like too that's like too odd that's too weird you have to it has to be like right down the middle it has to be so sort of like streamlined and mainstream and to the point where I remember one of the shows that he sold on sort of like off season or whatever was uh uh, series version of City of Angels, the Nicolas Cage movie from the 90s, which is a, in itself a remake of a Vin Vendors movie from the 80s about a fallen angel who's okay. like, you know, yeah. falls in love with a woman. So he like, you know, decides to not be an angel anymore. But then he's like experiencing the world for the first time. He's just like, this is what this yeah, feels like. And like, right. yeah, all Google, yeah, huge Google Doss on. So I was a pretty, uh, uh, deeply involved with like creating that show or not creating, not creating that show, but like helping him with that pitch or whatever. But I just remember him just like, and he got like his like fancy producer attached and then like got his like, you know, before it even got to the net, to the network, it was already so sort of like streamlined. Right. Not that it was much of a thing even to begin with, but I remember even thinking when it went to the network being like, oh man, you sold the whole thing out. It's so bland and sort of like cheesy and there's a million token characters to please everyone and you know and there's just like a long speech at the end where he's just like this is what the whole show is going to be like literally in the (laughs) it was like the show bible was like was like dialogue in the episode (laughs) where it'd be like in this and then I you know then I feel like we're going to like I'll reach this point, but maybe I'll fall, but maybe I'll, I mean, that was literally the dialogue. Um, I don't know. And the delivery too. (laughs) You were, you were attached to the project. (laughs) I think, I think he really wanted Hugh Dancy for the lead. Oh, well, Hugh Dancy's incredible. Um, uh, you look a lot like you, Dan. Oh, well, thank you. no. How do you... Um, <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> Wait, are you you Dancy? Yeah. you Dancy's you Dancy's Unmasked. Um, 
Yeah, I just remember being like, God, what's the point? I mean, I guess money is the point. Yeah. A little bit. But, um, and I'm all for money. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all for being like that, just being like, oh, I'm just like, I'm savvy and I'm political and I've just like got the connections and I'm smart enough to like know what people are Play buying. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that was it. I just saw this sort of like the ones and zeros behind it a little bit. And I was kind of like, there's, it seems like there's so little creative work that goes into it. Yeah. That was kind of like, eh, I just, I'll never be able. Also, I was just like, I'll never be able to be as good at the ones and zeros. Right. Aspect of it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, and I think some things have changed, but like, I think it really depends on where you are at network wise or show wise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, FX, HBO, I think you'd have, like, a totally different experience. I think it was a lot different. Networks were, like, way... This was before... I mean, this is before... I feel like way... When did Netflix start doing original... Oh, it was... I mean... Yeah, yeah. That's kind of recent. 2008 or 2009 when Gossip Girl is happening, right? Yeah. And when it started... So none of that is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still about selling a show to networks and like pilot season and like right. all that Which, stuff. Which I mean, it so still like, is sometimes. <laughs> but, or, but now there's like, yeah, times we're, of show buying. Season. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. yeah. Uh, well, are we buying this episode of Gossip Girl? <laughs> are we? <laughs> oh, I'm cashing it in. You're cashing it in. <laughs> uh, let's let's do a the quick. Do you want to talk? Yeah, yeah please, because I was really it. confused when I tried to watch it. What? Are you, why are you asking us questions? And we yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. been we yeah. yeah we've been grilling you. Deep I don't throat. remember Eva. Why is her name? Why is it pronounced Eva? She's and what's her deal? Okay. Is uh, Eva how you would say it in French? I don't know. Maybe because it sounds better with evil? No. It'd also, be yeah, touch, yeah, touch, <laughs> no, of touch Eva. Touch Eva sounds actually better. Yeah, exactly. So, it's she's oh, I came yeah. up with some of the episode names, by the way. Oh. Uh, Way to bury the leaves. What are these titles? I totally forgot. Which ones? Spotted. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and didn't you write some of uh, Gossip Girl's dialogue? Is <laughs> no, that true? but oh, okay. I wrote a scene that was sort of like submitted, but then just kind of got rewritten. Uh, but I did okay. write a scene. Oh. Um, also, my name is mentioned, I think, in the episode Seder Anything. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. okay, classic. I think the classic, like, deeper episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe. Okay. Why, right there. What was your name mentioned in context? I shouldn't say. I really shouldn't say. I've I've already revealed too much. My name is mentioned. My name is mentioned. I think in that episode. Okay. I think. Um, It's Jenny. (laughs) 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 His name's Dan. (laughs) Uh, Is there one called like? Summer kind of wonderful. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's mine. That is true. There we go. Well, this has all been now, true, but that is like confirmed. I absolutely remember it. Like awesome. Now, did, did and he was John, like, "Well, that's clever." Because he was, they were doing it off the movie, and that's yeah. It, everyone's okay. a movie name pun, yeah, and okay. he was just trying to. He was just like, he was like, "Oh, let's brainstorm like pun episodes." And do they ever? They never like. It's never like, "Ooh, this episode has a lot to do with this movie," right? It's always just like, no, "Let's come up no. with a clever pun." Yeah. Now, was I mean, that Josh Schwartz? Was that their idea to do that, or? Yeah, I think it was because every episode's like that, yeah, right? I think it was that. Yeah, I think it was just like built baked into the okay. yeah. That's kind of like baked into the to the vibe. Do you remember any other ones? Summer kind of wonderful is pretty great. That yeah. was really the big one. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one you. Uh, you there was on another the one that they used. That was my biggest my biggest personal contr- contribution to it, <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, yeah, Eva, where did she come from? What's her deal? 
So at the end of season three, Chuck gets shot in an alley. What? And, and he. This is what you left? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's on Netflix now. You can watch. <laughs> is it like? Is it random? No. no well, no. He gets mugged. Oh. He gets mugged. In yeah, Prague. he gets mugged in Prague because yeah. they break up. Chuck and Blair, and he's miserable, and he mm. he ruined it spectacularly. Because mm. huge. Because he slept with Jenny. Spoiler alert. Excuse me. Right. Even after all their things. Damn. Okay. Uh, and it was. Jenny left the show after that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Taylor Momsen? Taylor yeah. Momsen left oh, the show boy. after that. And then, so he basically was saved by Eva. And, and this is a good episode because, like, we... She's positioned as this pure, wonderful... Right. Amelie, pixie, dream girl who just saves Chuck out of the kindness of her heart and then is just, like, in love with him and he becomes this better person. And then we find out in this episode that she had... Some things, but basically the you truth of prostitutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's it's not even that bad. Yeah, even no, exactly. Was, yeah. Exactly. No, she's basically pretty woman. It's uh, <laughs> I mean, what else? Right. Do you no, do no, no, no. Yeah. It's totally fine. But like, well, that's why I thought I was missing something because I was like, oh, is that? Well, no. The thing was, we it was trying to play on the fact of like what we don't know about her, and because yeah. like I thought. In the episode, it's in true Gossip Girl fashion. You spend yeah. the time like four different times being like, oh, okay, she's way worse. Or she's, oh, she's just mm-hmm. perfect. And it's always in that in-between. But, yeah, honestly, this was the Blair best. Way this was the best way to end the episode yeah. where he forgave her. It was totally fine. Like, whatever. Like, Chuck would not, if he's judging someone for being a hooker, he is. Yeah, Chuck doesn't most, have a soul. Right. What does he care? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, but then the fact that Blair lies, he believes Blair, and it ends that way, and he just yeah. sends away this woman that actually did it's make Chuck true. a it's nice that person. Blair, Chuck right. and Blair are never going to end. You can't. Someone's gonna come in the middle and just you know, right. Yeah. And she and she. They had, can't exist. You can't. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, Eva yeah. Got, got off a lot easier than I thought. I thought yeah. she would be destroyed, and yeah. instead she might have gotten that five million dollars. Yeah, I think she did. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she took it. I would she, take it. Yeah, because she has the charity. Yeah. I mean, she would give it to a charity. I would think. Um, I, part of me, I thought like there was maybe a loose end with Ivan, the the valet. But I mean, they fired him at the end. But I yeah. thought like maybe there was some weird. Yeah, I don't know. There is. I do have a little trivia. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. okay. Trivia uh, with Ivan? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, so she is uh, in Harry Potter, also. Right. So was he? Ooh, was he part of uh, Tom Victor? Riddle? He played Tom Riddle. Like, like the young teenager, yeah. teenage yeah. Tom Riddle. Yeah. Interesting. So I didn't both even. In Harry Potter. Wait, isn't wow. Tom Riddle Voldemort? Right, but like yeah. he played the teenager. Like, oh, the flashback. yeah. Interesting, nice. Wait, who is she? She's uh, Flora Delacour. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Oh. And uh, post-movie, because she marries, uh, oh God, Charlie Weasley? Bill? She does. Okay. Yeah, they, they were all kind of random at that point. I, I mean, God, I, I, I read the book so many times, yeah. though, but I should know that, but I, I oh man. Well, like Harry Potter, I, do tend, I did tend to find the plots... Uh, as they went on with Gossip Girl, pretty uh, labyrinthine. <laughs> I would just get. I guess that's just like soapy plots in general. Right. Yeah. Well, I think You're just like, wait, Girl, who's like what? That's goes what the on? show feels like it is trying to do now. It's just trying to trick us. Yeah. And but it, I don't know the characters. There's not as much there. It's more just like superficial. Like who are the stuff it's with Serena and Dan with yeah. and Nate it's is just, just so exhausting, so boring. They get it, you know. Well, I feel like one of their flaws too was turning the relationships over so like fast. so quickly. That we talk about that yeah. a lot because I'm always they've already slept. Well, everyone's already slept with each other, right? At this point, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah uh, and... Except for me and Andy, that's about it. <laughs> we're saving that. Not yet. That's, that's <laughs> a serious finale. That's just a, does he know who Gossip Girl is yet? Oh, yeah. He does. Okay, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that happened uh, actually on an episode. It was ruined for us. Or for me. Yeah. So what do you mean? A drunk, a drunk guest uh, oh. revealed the truth. But now we know why Dan's like sleuthing skills are so This good. was a very yeah. interesting one there because they were literally just like, if you could They didn't know. I can no, tell you they, that as yeah. insider, they did not know, they didn't know that Dan is Gossip Girl okay. until that season. What well, do you think? It's like a like, lost situation. So first three seasons, they're just like we don't know. Like, they had no idea in first three seasons. No, but so for but they maybe did knew they ever starting talk in about season it? four. Ever Josh would talk about it. He'd be like, okay. "Oh, we're talking about like maybe revealing who Gossip Girl is." Really, they but not like he knew. Okay. Just being like. We're talking about maybe coming up with who Gossip Girl is. So, I don't know. Maybe if I, maybe someone else deeper on the inside would be like, that's not true at all. That was my very strong impression. Did you have any sort of guesses or did they mention any sort of candidates? I mean, I'm, I'm such an unfun person maybe to ask this because I'm kind of like, my whole approach would be like, well, isn't the whole point of Gossip Girls that it's unknowable? Isn't the whole yeah. point of Gossip Girls that it's just like the eye in the sky? Once you start putting... Once you start assigning it to a person, it becomes just like a dumb Agatha Christie novel. It's like, it was me the whole time. (laughs) It's like, that's not the point. I think the point is that, like, someone's always watching. Right. You know, and that it's like, finally, you know. uh, I also think assigning it to a person, too, makes it very moral, too. And I think the, uh, the whole point of that show is being amoral. At least that the when that show at its best, right? You know, but someone being like, "I just needed to expose you," or I don't know what is Dan's like final reasoning. I mean, maybe that was actually really good, Dan. (laughs) But at the same time, that's not even really how Gossip Girl acts consistently. It's mostly just like a sadistic, like fucking with people kind of thing. That's how it feels like to me. Yeah. Or just like, let's see how far we can push these. But also that it's just, uh, I think at a certain point, Gossip Girl just becomes background when it goes on and on and yeah. on you're just kind of like oh this is just kind of the framing device yeah. yeah yeah the frame when it's a framing so device is when it's the best when it's the show like when it's like this episode or we're getting more like live streaming things in gossip Girl. it's too much too many bells and whistles and it's we're talking about it too much it, i think it, no. it drags the show down and also like we're poking there's so many holes to poke in it yeah like, I guess, like you said, that's not the point. Isn't uh, that the point? I never thought it was the questions point. Questions are always more fascinating than answers. Yeah. And, and this was just a really bad was, answer to that question. A Blackberry uh, product placement. Oh, by the way, there <laughs> would definitely be like, uh, Josh would be like, oh, we're, all the writers are going in for like a Blackberry tutorial today. Because <laughs> 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 they, uh, they had to integrate it into the episode. So they'd be like, no, uh, uh, a rep from Blackberry is coming to like show us all a new feature. And it's like mandatory we off to show. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. So are, you, are there any more like weird? Yeah, kind of- I should have written them down. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff like that. <laughs> I'm trying to think what we'll, we'll definitely have to come have you on for a, a, a second Stephanie round. Stephanie Savage got all the shoes. <laughs> I know that. She got all the shoes. If there was shoes, if, like, Mew Mew was going to, like, do shoes for Serena in an episode, like, Stephanie got them. Wow. That's all I know. Does she have the Maybe same that. Size I, think that I feel like that's too hot. That may be, like, this too fortress of shoes. Yeah. Oh, She's got a lot of shoes, I'm sure. <laughs> she had a lot of shoes when they weren't comped. Yeah. I'm sure she just had shoes as a person. But How then she's like, oh. How much are those shoes worth if they're like... Well, I mean, hundreds. Hundreds. 
Thousands. Oh, wow. I want a TV show. Did you ever get? <laughs> did you ever get any uh, Gossip Girl fashion? Did you ever get? A, oh no! I mean, I guess it, would, it wouldn't be tailored to you so much, but. Uh, Oh, I don't know. I feel like kind of could have donned. Uh, I liked it when they all looked when they'd be extra dapper. Oh yeah, like Chuck when yeah. his little oh. like tight little anal suits. Like, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> as in neat. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got you. Um, got you. um <sighs> but so, <laughs> so yeah, and so Eva is now gone from the show, and Chuck. Yeah. That was uh, okay. For me, that's I, that's yeah. it for her. For me, that yeah. was Chuck's yeah. last chance at being that's a decent it. human, and, and fucking war. And honestly, at this point in the show, you got to just embrace it, right? Yeah. You know, and and yes, I just want to see them destroy each other. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Because fucking, who cares? Like about the rest? Like so let's just. I mean, Jenny's gone. We need to fucking somebody else to burn the place down. Yeah. All right. And the uh, force of chaos. Exactly. But what about Michelle Trachtenberg? Isn't she crazy? That's true. Well, Georgina just left last week, okay. and she left with Dan's heart, <laughs> Milo, <laughs> uh, who was a baby. I mean, I think you kind of get that. It was that was a scheme basically to to save her life and to pawn the baby yeah, off on Dan. Really but bad. now was it was a bad storyline. And but I understand that. Dan or anyone would get attached to the baby, even though it makes no sense that it would have happened. Yeah. Um, but I, don't, I have to say, I like Dan's haircut. Very hipster. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Good sideburns. <laughs> yeah, good, great sideburns. Do you have any Michelle Trachtenberg stories? <laughs> that's, 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 that's his. <laughs> felt like there was something there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Is Georgina your favorite? Yeah. Did you uh, have a well, favorite? Only because of the Pete and Pete connection. Oh, well, <laughs> that, yeah, goes, yeah. that goes deep. Oh, I mean, and, I and always I always just thought Chuck was the best, always, yeah. uh, from the beginning. Um, God, I know. I wish I had more, like, cast. Like, again, I was just so sort of far yeah. away from that. I mean, Josh said once that, I mean, it's very, of course, this is, like, what I remember. But uh, I, I'd written a script called Helen Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very stupid, like, like, afterlife comedy thing. Um, <clears throat> and I was sure that was going to be like, I'm like, this one's going to, like, go through or whatever. <laughs> um, and supposedly Josh Josh told me he had it, like, on set. It was, like, one of the few days he was on set yeah. or whatever. Um, at least while I was around. And he sort of, like, left it. Um, you know, on a table in like some right. you know, room or whatever. Um, That's what you and, want. You and just then, gotta like leave. It. I know. Well, then came back in. He said Leighton Meester was like leafing through it, oh. or whatever. And she was just like, and she was like looking at it and just being like, "What is this?" And like, Josh was like, "Oh, this is like my assistant script." And she was like, "Is it any good?" <laughs> she couldn't like tell. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, she can't be bothered with actually yeah. like reading it. She's got she's got so many scripts yeah. to read. Are you kidding? That's true. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's funny. She's like, okay, good. Which I thought was kind of funny. I get this very subtle, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's almost like, well, if it wasn't good, then she would have been like, well, get it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, very Blair thing. To very Blair. I think she was in character. Yeah. I did see the dailies, which was kind of revealing. Um. Blake Lively does every take exactly the same, exactly the same, <laughs> like, it, like unbelievable, like like with to a point where you're just like, wait, did this just loop? Wow, it's, like uncanny. Um, <clears throat> I feel like 
I, that's useful, but also that just kind of she doesn't have any other layers. I don't think I think yeah. she's kind of just one note. Yeah, yeah. Lane like, Meester. I always thought Lane Meester was like oh, way yeah, better. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's kind yeah. of but like at the same time, like Serena as a metronome or Blake Lively as a metronome, the fact that she can just repeat it perfectly, I feel like that's very useful editing wise. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. You're just like oh, it doesn't. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But I mean, you know, I think yeah, you, no, you exactly. do it multiple takes to Dude, get different. Right, exactly. Yeah. Give me, give me a different, give me something new. And it's yeah. Whereas Dan. Dad, yeah, <clears throat> I remember he was like I I like really just from watching dailies really liked that actor, yeah, because uh, he seemed he was taking it really seriously and he and he'd <laughs> well, be like give all those years to get a job, so well, yeah, yeah there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like give me another one, let's try and like take it for granted, yeah. I just remember there's one thing yeah. where he's just he's literally just saying like I love you son or something, but he'd just be like he'd be like I love you son. Didn't quite get it. Didn't quite get it. Let's go again. Let's go again. And it's just would like <laughs> until until he He's got like, yeah until he got exactly because everything it, it was just like the micro degrees of like what he needed to get. It was very like precise. Oh, I work with Matthew, so yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. I like that. Matthew, so that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, any other? Yeah, I like the daily stories. So, yeah, yeah, it's just stuff. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's stuff like that. I can't think of anything else really. Um, <laughs> Did the dogs enjoy the show? I think the dogs had a very neutral relationship okay. with the show. Right. Like think, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have people um, through the podcast have like have Gossip Girl like diehards come out of the woodworks? A few, yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting. Like I mean, honestly, what I take away with it's almost like lost in the fact that the identity of Gossip Girl and how disappointing it was is the takeaway from almost anyone you talk to about really? Gossip Girl, yeah. whereas Lost, even though, like, Lost is one of my favorite Especially shows I of all just time. mentioned Lost, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, but the ending, no one can get over the ending, and, and like you, I feel like the journey is way more important. Uh, so it, it kind of bums me out. Uh, but, like, Gossip Girl was a phenomenon. I don't know how much it's lasted in the same way, but I think a lot of people are rediscovering or, or going back on it um, I think Gossip Girl should have been like a ghost in the machine. Like it should have been some like uh, some weird like social media AI that got Ooh. created from all of their like from all of their yeah. yeah because between everyone's sharing secrets oh, with it comes up with themselves like this weird shared yeah the phones all know yeah. the secrets oh, wow. you know what I mean it's like and that's the thing it's really the devices that know so it yeah, should have been like should have been some voice are, are taking it would have been a great sci-fi twist like person of interest basically but I was thinking that would have been so 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 millennial too you know that would have been like it's a fucking Black Mirror episode that's what that is and uh, they should have done that. Oh my God, Gossip Girl as Black Mirror would have been amazing. Ooh. I need to watch that. I've, I've watched a couple. It's kind of it's such a good show that I like. I like spacing them out or just kind of. It's hard to pick a so. mood. It's kind of just like, ooh, it's time <coughs> for a Black Mirror, and then you're just like, holy shit, and then you're like, I, I need to sit on it for another month. <laughs> it's true. The one with Bryce Dallas Howard. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's really good. Okay. okay. Who Josh was uh, very close friends with, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, sure legit, legit close <laughs> friends with, yeah. That name got dropped a lot, for sure. Nick Nolte, too, which I always thought was funny. <laughs> funny person to brag about. Yeah. yeah. But he's very, hey, he had a... 48 very, Hours, great film. He had a relationship Another 48 with, Hours. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Just as great. Some people think. Um, well, I mean, anyway. in this episode, I guess we got, let's, let's do, Nate and Juliet, uh... 
The Serena, Dan, Nate, Juliet, Vanessa, Maelstrom. See if we can tackle that in as like Jesus. quick as, as possible. That's where I sort of started to get confused. Well, Not confused, but just overwhelmed. Well, it is... It's overwhelming, but it's also like we've seen it yeah. all. Dan's not over Serena. And he never will be. No, and to be no fair, one will, no one ever how do you get over Serena? Okay. Like, at least the way that she's portrayed in the show, it's like... Nate's really trying, but he's not going to get over Serena. Well, especially since Juliet is lying through her teeth and like, yes, I, I believe that Ben is her brother. Yeah. But clearly there's... It's not just that. <laughs> a little more going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a reason there. But yeah, Nate's, Nate's a fool, but at least he's trying. I do... I love how understanding Nate is with Dan. He's just like, wait, are you trying yeah. to get back together with Serena? I thought we said we weren't doing that. I mean, his phone call was great. It was incredible. <laughs> I love Nate. He's just like, and, and Nate's just like, come on, you're not going to tell me the yeah. secret, man? I just I just saved your ass yeah. with my bad lie that she didn't believe. And then and Dan's just like, oh, uh, yeah, sure, here's the secret, <laughs> which is amazing. That's uh, so Dan, though. It, it was. Yeah. It's, just a, it's a great friendship. It's maybe my favorite part of the show right now, yeah. even though they're like romantic rivals, but like they don't act like it. I think and there's every- always a that that never gets too. Well, I don't see the later seasons, but that never gets too sort of like fucked. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, which is which is cool because like every every other relationship is so vindictive or combative or like oh god I got a got like gossip about you or whatever. But it just kind of seems like even when they're going for the same girl, it's nice that. They're just kind of like, hey, you know, you want to just have a beer out in the back? Yeah. Like, let's wear plaid together, and I'll look a little bit more beautiful than you. Uh, that was Nate when I said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, did you want to go get a drink? Is that what you're... Yeah. <laughs> do you I'll think the plaid. appeal? <laughs> do you think the appeal of Gossip Girl was like was like what? spoke more to the like what we were talking about that like that they're acidic amoral teens behaving behaving badly because actually watching that episode I'm kind of like people they're mostly being kind of nice to each other kind of they mostly seem like they kind of like have hearts and are like kind of I mean well and we talk about it a lot they are a family and and Josh is talking about that a lot while making this that was his big agenda well, yeah. and I think honestly that is that a very help? important part of it. Okay, I, it I think it yeah, does. Because yeah, it I, I th- then, if it's just a bunch of shitty people, that gets tiring. And I mean, the show gets tiring as is. It does. And yeah. Because I mean, especially since they do turn over stories yeah. so fast. And I like, think since yeah. we, you know, we left off last year with a dark note, we've had a little more happiness, right? This this episode, but then we turn. Right. And we bring it back. Well, we get the touch of Eva. Yeah. <laughs> the touch of evil. Sure. In all of us. Really is unfortunate that it's pronounced Eva <laughs> for the pun title. Yeah. Right. It really just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I want them to I like no think of the titles all in advance and that they changed all the names because of it, but clearly I guess they didn't on that one. I remember one of the pun titles is called Chuck in Real Life. Yep. Yeah. And that's... Dan in Dan real life, but, does, but like there's a Dan, it, there's a Dan in, in, the, in the show. Yeah. Right. I'm right, yeah, so well, confused I, I brought, by that. That was my, least, that's one of the least favorite titles. Yeah. Well, because I guess one of the other writers was Steve Carell. No, <laughs> wrote Dan in real life. Well, I remember asking about that. Was Dan? and Josh was like, "Oh, he came up with that because uh, Dan in real life is his favorite movie ever." Nobody's favorite movie is Dan. Well, it had like just come out too. 
<laughs> I think it had come out like two months before that or something. I was just like, that's, that's like when like, my nephew, who's like five, was just like, Lego Batman's my favorite movie ever! Right, you know, because like, he like just The most recent saw. one is the, your favorite. Yeah. I just remember I thinking that the was... Premiere. I remember just Dana thinking... You went to the premiere of Dead yeah. Alive? The premiere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big, I big, I, <laughs> big I, shot on campus here. With yeah. Nick Nolte and Preston. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a crazy year. Oh, man. I remember liking that movie. It was a, it was a good movie. I, uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it the... Best movie I've ever seen. No, far from it. I wouldn't even say it's far. I wouldn't even say it's Steve Carell's best movie. Not even in the top no. seven. No. <laughs> Can't name. But this Can't guy. Your top right. seven. But I do want. I think we should try and rank all of the pun titles. <laughs> oh, forever. you should. Seder anything is really good. Yeah, Seder anything the, yeah. is. That's, oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's you should be honored that you were mentioned. In I'm it. not sure if it's that episode. <laughs> yeah. might, some people might be thinking. on a wild goose chase. <laughs> Maybe it's just wishful thinking because it is one of the best ones. Well, the reason why I know is that I went, I bought the episode in iTunes and I right. only have two because uh, I've checked, like, you know, the purchases. Right. Uh, and there's only two other Gossip Girls episodes that I own. Seder Anything is one, and I think, I can't remember what the other one was, but I was like, okay, I must have done that because... It was the one that Yeah, because there's one that was gotcha. that funny, like, shout-out. Um, so, let's let's finish off the blur okay. and shock okay. of it. Um, this was pretty unconscionable of Blair, but at the same time, nothing's off the table with them, yeah, and, and Chuck's done Blair, way right? worse, so, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, know, know, I don't even it, know. What did Chuck, I know, Chuck has, this is, this was just. This is new Chuck, right, so. But okay. no, even, free, like, yeah, okay, Chuck's bad, but this was just, like, deliberate. She was just being <clears throat> deliberately awful for it, just absolutely, there's no reason for it. Well, I mean, there was a reason, because she loves Chuck. That's the reason. That's not a... That's... No. You that's don't, the only you, reason. You don't do that to someone you love. That's what I've been saying for the whole show, Aaron. <laughs> God damn it. it. You finally got it. Okay. <laughs> Show's don't... over, guys. We've had the scoop, and it's over. <laughs> Dan is Gossip Girl, all right? Oh, the show's really not going to get any better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real. <laughs> that's the real truth. The only reason I, to <laughs> I enjoyed it is because I was high all the time. Oh. <laughs> You're waking out of the <laughs> pot cloud. Oh, oh no! Over. I've seen the light. Oh no! <laughs> but see this. you next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think we can't. That's just how we end. Uh, <laughs> it's all so defeated. We no no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love it. It's great. It's, it's, they, 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 we do this every week. Yeah. And uh, we will be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Eric, that took a lot out of me. Eric had been holding that back yeah, for so like, long. He finally. Uh, I felt it. That was a breakthrough. Yeah, it was a breakthrough. That was nice. Do you, are you like, you're floating. <laughs> a weight is yeah. yeah. And oh, wow. uh, And we're going to explore that. Uh, did you have any more trivia before we end it? You have a whole sheet here. No. <laughs> no. But you never we, take notes. You took we, notes. We saw uh, Charles's full name, Charles Bartholomew Bass. I did notice that. And his it's birthday, a long name yeah, on the yeah. passport. Yeah. And his birthday is January 19th, 1991. Oh. Is that your birthday? 
No. No. Not mine either. But I'll maybe change my birthday. Maybe if that birthday. helps. <laughs> a different assistant's birthday, yeah. 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 Probably. Or probably the writer himself. Really? Is that Josh's Well, birthday? that's usually... I mean, not 1991, yeah, no. but the... When is Hale 9000's birthday from 2001? I'm pretty sure January 19th. Whoa. Let's look that up. I might right be completely. Now. It's gonna be like March is, is, to is 2nd. Ed Westwick a robot? Yeah. This is a live I know, Google live, searching. Live guys. Google searching. This no, is no, we're binging. We're binging. <laughs> no, no, I know they think. Wedding? <laughs> oh, you're very close. January 12th. Ooh. Okay, sorry. Okay, then there's so no close. no sig- no significance. Still, that was that was live podcasting. Yeah. Everyone is riveted. <laughs> They're like, oh my god. Except for like probably not enough of our audience has seen 2001. I think they went to bed already. <laughs> <laughs> and so will we. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Only the finest on SoundCloud. <laughs> And uh, where can they find you, Aaron? The worst, the <laughs> W-R-S-S-T, and that's for all of them. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I think you forgot the U there, but that's like in every ten episodes, yeah. you forgot the U. If you don't have to spell it right now, just forget it. And I'm at Wandering Green, that's Wandering with an A, not an L, and Green with an A. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. And Deep Throat. Thank you. Be found. Thank you so I can be much. found in dark alleys, <laughs> parking lots, parking, parking lot. garages, and uh, we uh, need a deep throat now more than ever. And I <laughs> dim lighted uh, parks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and again, when you need you. me, <laughs> uh, we're gonna here. put a, a deep throat single. Yeah, single. we'll get a <laughs> uh, Yeah, we would love to go uh, deeper with you uh, in the future. Uh, Anytime. If you ever want to open up a, another wound, another scab yeah. that is Gossip Girl. I'm an open book. <laughs> you are, uh, and thank you. And <laughs> XOXO. Let's close the book. Gossip, Gossip guys. guys. <laughs> You know you love us.